not to tell anyone how you got them. Oh, no, no, I'm afraid that they wouldn't approve of that at all. Even though they know that I am a doctor. No matter what they do, I'll never tell. I'll never tell. Hi, I'm Candy, the final girl. And meet me at the waterfront after the social. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shaun of the Dead. Look at all that young, fresh chicken. <laughs> if you haven't oh, been able to tell by now, um, our episode tonight is the beloved cult classic Sleepaway Camp from 1983. We've got the House of Screams fam. Um, got Rob, the cinema drunkie Antiquetta. Eat shit and die, Ricky. <laughs> Eat shit and live, Bill. It's Dave Gurman. We have Hi, Erica Wright. <laughs> You're a real carpenter's dream, flat as a board, <laughs> in the need of a screw. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew either you or I were going to say that, so I, I, I kind of picked the other one so you could say it. <laughs> and we also have Nico Nice, part of the fam. Um, he's going to get a search tonight. Yo, Angela, why are you so fucked up? <laughs> why are you so fucked Perfect up? Perfect accent. <laughs> so, all right, so just, just so we we'll talk about this off the air. So that, that line is actually her favorite line, and that's her favorite scene. She said she had the most fun shooting that scene, and they had to do multiple takes because, like, the three of them just kept, like, laughing, like, the entire time. And and it's funny because she said, like, you know, the character of Angela is, and I, I you know, I know this from hanging out with her is the complete opposite. We're talking about Melissa Rose. Melissa Rose, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's the complete opposite of how she is in real life because in real life she's very bubbly, very smiley, very animated, very friendly. She's not shy. <laughs> she's at all. You can tell um, that just from interviews. <laughs> she she still has those doe eyes. She's um, so gorgeous. But yeah, um, that that's her that's her favorite scene in the movies. They said that that for like hours they just kept like fucking around like during like that scene. And I guess Robert Hiltzik was getting pissed after a while. Like, can we come on, we get the fucking shot? Like, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, there is so much. You know, I I've watched this movie throughout the course of my life like so many times, and I think like each time I watch it, I kind of notice something more, and. Um, I just rewatched it again. I like the Joe Bob version on currently on Shutter. Um, uh, the when he does that, I believe it's the summer 2018 uh, or 2018. Yeah, but um, it has Felissa on. That's where she became the mangled dick expert. But I really <laughs> like that version. And and 
you know, as they talk about it through the breaks, I noticed a lot of things that kind of made me think of Nightmare on Elm Street 2, but this film does it better. Uh, you notice that, that there's no female nudity in this. It's nope. a lot of male nudity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think this film is actually has become more relevant than it was at the time. I think it's more relevant now, um, especially with the gender politics and, um, you know, a, a lot of just uh, exploring and, and, and just confusion. And uh, I don't know. I, I just think I think it, it, it still just has made itself so relevant. And when they talked about it on uh, the last drive in, Joe Bob was saying, well, this film was in obscurity, supposedly, but it was never obscure to me. And for me and um, all the hardcore horror people I know. Um, it's I, they everybody knows about Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I, I think well, I think it's fair at this point. I mean, coming up, you should probably throw out a huge spoiler warning now. Yeah, if you uh, have not before watched the, film, the episode continues, <laughs> go watch the movie and then come back because uh, big spoilers. It has a great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of the the greatest like plot twists in cinematic history. I mean, oh absolutely, this, this is one of those endings that that sticks with you. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think the the allure to this movie is it is so different than any other '80s slasher film. And this you is know what right I'm saying? smack dab in, in the slasher boot. Right. right. It's, you, you're not dealing. You're not dealing with you know a, a behemoth or you know a, a stalking menace or you know this guy who invades your dreams. I mean, we're dealing with a 13 year old girl. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just it's so different. And like I said, with with the the plot twist at the end. Now, I have uh, I have one thing about this movie that irks me um, very little. But but there's one thing and we'll get into it later. Um, but overall, I mean, I think the, the film is fantastic as far as obscure goes. I, I saw this when I was nine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I guess never, I was a kid. Like, it was, yeah, I've never, I've never thought this was obscure. And I, it's funny because like the first time I saw this movie, um, Jesus, I was still living in Jersey. My sister was having a sleepover with all her friends, and they rented this from like the local video store. Just, <laughs> just basically, because it was remember this was back in the VHS boom before we all had DVDs and Blu-rays and digital whatever. And it was just, just based on the on the cover, they were like, oh, well, we we should rent this. Now, I'm outside hanging out with my friends, like, playing football on the street, like, whatever. And it's, like, a nice, nice, like, I want to say, like, almost like summer night. I'll never forget this. I'm coming in. I hear them screaming in the living room. And I'm like, <laughs> and I start laughing. I'm like, what the fuck y'all watching? And then I walk in, and I saw the, it was, and I happened to Tarantino this, because I saw the ending scene first. Tarantino. Oh, shit. I, I walked in on the end scene, and I was like, seriously, what the fuck are you guys watching? What, the <laughs> what, what is this yeah. shit? And they were like, we have to watch it again, and you got something to watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now that I know the ending, why would I feel like, just trust us, watch it. Yeah, so I sat down and I watched it. Watchability. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is actually, it's like it's like kids like our age. Okay. And then the movie kept playing out, and I was like, this is um, this is an interesting movie. And then the ending happened again, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a very smart film for such a, a low-budget you know, and, it, and it's very different from all the slashers. I know we got a lot of Jason fans in here, but this is my favorite camp slasher film. I have to say, this beats. It's smarter than a Jason film. We've got point of view. Oh, absolutely. We do, because we don't know who the killer is. We get a lot of red herrings. We're trying to figure it out. 
you know, right. and and there's a lot of subplots. There's a lot of like stuff going on under the surface. Right. Like the, right. Well, yeah. Which which is, makes it really I gotta, interesting. I got I gotta say though, the, a lot of films are smarter than uh, Friday the Thirteenth. So yeah, yeah. Well, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, but we like them for for their entertainment. Of, <laughs> yeah. You know, this, yeah, this, yeah. this was something a little That's bit more just, more cerebral at its core. We're gonna be talking I, about I, some Friday Thirteenth very soon, and we'll get I, into that then. I honestly I honestly prefer the Burning as like the Burning to me is like quintessential uh, camp horror slasher movie. Yeah. I think the burning is perfect as a slasher movie. I think it's fucking perfect. I just oh, I, love it. I love the burning. I'm just well. putting that out there. But yeah, yeah, this this one is different. Like it, I love how it's very steep in the '80s too. Like it's a very like the so just, 80s. The, just, just looking at the wardrobe, it's like oh yeah, how these motherfuckers. I have some t- some two <laughs> points to make about well, really one about the wardrobe. Um, <laughs> Sleeveless. <laughs> So the nylon shorts where you can literally see the wrinkles in his dick, like he's yeah. constantly and it's constantly right at his crotch level. You know, yeah. he's like concerned counselor man, dick right there. I'm like, and and, and you know you cannot. Talk, I know we talk about dicks a lot here on the show, but you cannot talk about this film without yeah. speaking about penises. And you know what's yeah. funny with the thing about, about the fashion is that, you know, the, the guys are wearing like crop tops in the movie, and now yeah. crop like, tops, yes. It's, it's a thing now again where, like, men are wearing crop tops. No, I mean, it's I wouldn't not. wear it's one. So I got a bunch of a gut. No, it's not. Yeah, it, it became a thing again. I think yeah. I, ever since, uh, yeah. ever since uh, my, my, my running back on my team started doing it, it became more of a fashion statement. Seek LA Cowboys, even though we suck. Shout out. Um, so, so, so are we going to start seeing you in a crop top, Nico? No, not even yes. close. <laughs> no, yes. Not even yes. close. <laughs> so, so I got on right now. So I got to say, though, that uh, I'm a little bit different. I saw this movie very late. I saw this movie. I was well into my 20s when I first saw this. And it was recommended to me by Di. I mean, Di has become synonymous with the show because she's been mentioned quite a few times. And, I like uh, Di. Yeah. Di's very, yeah. very sweet. Yeah, yeah Di's cool. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, she was she she you know she grew up in that era, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, so she saw all the slasher movies. So she recommended me, she recommended to me a, a lot of ones. She also recommended to me Happy Birthday to Me, which was a piece of shit. I'm just putting that yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. That movie but uh, she recommended just to me like uh, when we first started dating, and uh, we were we were chatting, and she was just like she messaged me and she says, "Let me know when you get to the ending." <laughs> yeah. Right? So, so we're messaging, and I'm just like, she says, "So how are you liking it so far?" And I'm like, "No, it's good. It's good. I enjoy it. You know, da 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 da." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. So Angela's a killer. Yeah, I, I kind of fucking knew that. Like, you know, that's not a surprise." And then she has a dick. And then you just see laughing my fucking ass off, just go like all down the bottom of the screen. I, I, I gotta say too, this is one of my my favorite movies to show people who've never even heard of it. Right. Like I have I have a lot of friends it's so that I. It's hard I've, to imagine a world where I haven't seen this film. Right. There are and people like, out there who have no idea right. about this movie. And I, and I think it's great because like one of my one of my coworkers um who probably listens to the I think she does listen to the show, um she um we were in Indianapolis. For, for work earlier in the year, she had never know. seen it. She's she's heard me talk about this movie. She's heard me talk about Felissa for a long time. Um, so she's like, you know what? Why, why don't we, why don't we after we all we all go out to eat? She's like, let's let's watch this so I can so I can finally watch this. And she's like, and if it's good, I'll show Don, which is which is her boyfriend. So I'm like, all right, Erica, we'll we'll watch it. 
So we watched it, and she's into it, and she's into it. And then the ending happened, and she was like, dude, what the fuck? That whole time it was her, she had a fucking dick. I'm like, yeah, that's 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 surprise. Kind of does. I'm like, you know, and, and it's like Rob said, like, you know Angela's the killer at some point, but you don't know that she has the extra you piece with that. her. It's still, it's still yeah. like a twist on top of the twist, you know, like well, it's the I, ultimate twist. And I thought it was kind of masterful that they used uh, – um, Oh, what's Ricky's the the act Jonathan Tierston. Tierston. That they, they use his his hands. Yeah. Very masculine. For, for all of the yeah. Well, and actually. Like he's pulling the chair out. Actually, if you guys if you guys and I, I didn't know this till till I till I talked to both of them about this. If you go back and watch it like in like in a high def um situation like in 4K or on the Blu-ray from Screen Factory, um, it's actually Tierston as Angela throughout most of the movie when she's doing the killing. Yeah, you can, I, I can actually there's, tell there's, that. There's one scene in particular, yeah, right, in the scene when she duty. opens the door. Right, yeah. when the door opens, the it's, it's him in the wig. Yep. Yeah, and but apparently know. apparently her mother insisted on that, that she wouldn't do any of the killing, so Which it couldn't she, be her she hand. wanted to. So is yeah. that is that one of those instances where it's, like, planned, or is it just one of those happy accidents where it just kind of all falls together it's, it's a happy accident because tierston was was um was 17 i think at the time when they made the right, movie was so like, he, what, 13. He, right and he could have done more um than, than she could as far as like physically like with the stunts and with having to like double as her because they were they were kind of like the same size at that point uh, yeah. funny. this is one of those movies where i, I, I always I wonder like is was it... really cute in the movie even with that the 80s hair he was he's oh, got that, and that, face, and that cowboy know? hat <laughs> he was so cute. Not the cowboy hat. The hat. That's not cute. But like, he was just a good-looking guy. Cause like Felissa on the Jerbad episode, uh, the last drive where they they show this film, uh, they, I guess they were dating a little bit. They had kind of a thing going on. But I was like, you know, he's pretty cute. <laughs> good-looking guy. She said he was kind of brooding, and she was into that. I was like, me too. <laughs> and and I mean like again like I know a lot of behind the scenes stuff because like you know I mean uh, spoiler guys I, I mean you guys know I'm I'm actually friends with her in in real life and we, yeah. we talk frequently and I've shown candy screenshots of, of some of our conversations that we've had. Um, yeah, a little video of you guys. Yeah. So apparently her and um the actress that played Meg it was a big deal when they got Meg Catherine uh Camille I think her name is or Kamai. Because um, yeah. at the time she was on All My Children, and they made such a yep. big deal of the fact that they got her for the movie that they were all like all like the younger girls had watched All My Children or watched it at the time when they were filming. I grew up watching it with my mom. Yeah. Right, and they were like enamored that that she got there, and she said like she was one of the nicest people. And as a little known fact that I didn't know until recently, by the way, when she was here for the for the Camp Blood event, um, the actress that plays Judy, uh, Karen Fields, I didn't know she was 37 at the time that they filmed this movie. She looks. Not Holy the same smoke. age as everybody. Yeah, she was she was thirty seven like, playing because they were playing like, a, playing like a thirteen wow. year old, and I was like, she yep. looks grown, you know. Yeah. And I thought, but some, sometimes age fashion and and the 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 makeup at the time, um, it did. If you look back, like you know, when I look back at the way my mom looked in the eighties, like she looked older than she does oh, now. Yeah, see, there you it go. ages you. Yeah, I love that. I, I, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I need that. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, I didn't know if it was just. I knew she was older, but I didn't know she was that much older. But she was saying how like it was such a tight knit like they were like a little family. Like they like they would all hang out with each other. Like when they weren't filming, like they were all you know either at the camp or going like into town. Like always together. They said it was it was never. Um, she said like it was like such a close knit like unit 
and like I guess you know Hiltzik, the director Robert Hiltzik, treated them with such respect for being kids that you know at that time it was like unheard of. Even now, that's still kind of unheard of, where like a director kind of gives like the kids like free rank to kind of be themselves. Yeah, because yeah, normally they get the, awesome. yeah, normally they get older people to play teenagers. In this movie, they actually got young kids to play kids young to play kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. And I I have to say this, and this I hope this doesn't sound creepy. I was trying to test it on Sean, but I don't know if he's the best like tester of like if I'm creepy or not. But oh, that fucking porn stash. Okay. Anyway, Sean's got a porn stash, listeners. Um, at this time. But, uh, gotcha. Wow. Wow. It looks great. When I first saw the film, you know, I was, I was, you know, I've always been this, you know, big blue eyes, got the blonde hair, it's how it looks. But when I saw Felissa Rose, I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. I wish I looked like her. She had the big eyes and the Those eyes mouth and, the eyes. and, you know, the nice skin. And I was like, I just wish I looked like that, but I don't have the brunette thing. I mean, I, I fake it now, but, uh, you know, I was just like the opposite. But I was like, she's so pretty. Oh my God. And she, she might kill me for saying this, and I don't care. But I, I love you if, you if you're listening when when you eventually listen to this. She's <laughs> she's she's tiny in real life, by the way. Like just this just the little yeah, just little big, little tiny big shoes on. <laughs> she does purposely yeah. because you know she wants to that give herself a little bit. She was wearing a, they look like yeah. Manolos, but uh, they were just adorable. I'm like, yeah, she's an itty bitty little girl. Yeah. Oh, she's well, tiny. I mean, and also too, real quick, OnlyFans.com/slash Sean's porn stash is your new one <laughs> where is my credit card where's my credit card <laughs> I, uh, you know, I just, hashtag I uh, not Tom Atkins yeah, no. yeah. Um, I, the thing about this especially with, with Felissa she's 13 and you know the first 20-30 minutes of the film she doesn't have any dialogue whatsoever and it's all based on on her looks, you know, her facial expression that stare. and those, and those <laughs> blank stares, you know, and I, I can't imagine like what it would be like. Like I think about our son, he's 13 and, you know, I, I can't even get him to reliably change the cat litter, yeah. let alone <laughs> to try to direct him to do, you know, the garbage. certain things. So, I mean, I think it's a testament, you know, to her as an actress. I mean, obviously, we've seen her in other things. She is her own self. She is over the top. She is, you know, amazing at what she does. Uh, I think back to to her scenes in Victor Crowley. Um, <laughs> oh, she was great. You know, that was great. That's fun. And, and she's such a she's such a great over the top actress. But I mean, to see this, you know, this little piece of her when she's thirteen, and and just what she brings. You know, we, we've talked about, you know, what it's like to have an actor that that acts in a in a role by himself. You know, when we talked about Creepshow and, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of similar to that. Like you have this this actress that she has no dialogue for the first 20, 30 minutes. So it's all based on facial expressions. And, and that I is think extremely that she, hard to do. I, yeah, I can tell you, yeah. for, as a I think she did former actress, yeah. and, and again, I, I could tell you from talking to her, like that was extremely hard because she's completely the opposite, like I said, of the character. So whenever they would yell "cut," she was ch- 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 and like, <laughs> God, what does that like, sound like? <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> and have you guys ever noticed too, like through the whole movie, she never blinks once? Yeah, I was just about to yeah, say that. That's yeah, I was just about to say that. Like the big eyes, yeah. I was, I was just about to say that. I don't think she blinks at all. Like in any of the 
Yeah. It's fucking creepy. I mean, it's really effective. Yeah. Really? I actually asked her about that when I saw her. I was like, hey, um, by the way, it was brought to my attention, and I didn't realize this when I was watching the movie again. I'm like, you know, you don't blink once. Like, how did you do that? And she's just like, that's just my little secret, baby doll. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. <laughs> but in her own fullest of voice, that's much less masculine. Which, which, by the way, can I can I just say, I, I've sat at her table at appearances. Um, I've, I've been there at appearances with her, and every single person always asks her, is that really your day? And I, but she she starts laughing at first, but since I've been there, she's I, I gave her a good comeback to, to say to that. Um, so the comeback is I told her I was like I'm like Felissa, like you're Puerto Rican and Italian, so you know your response should be well no I'm Puerto Rican Italian if that was my dick it'd be a lot bigger than what that was. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew so, we were talking about her uh, Sicilian. You know, she's part Sicilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so can we take a second and talk about that poor chap? With the, the weird fucking penis. Uh, At least I have no idea who he is. So no idea who it is. I mean, okay, so you know, for, for anybody who, who doesn't know, I mean, hopefully you at this point you've seen the movie. Um if you haven't you didn't fucking listen to us. They 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 put her they I, I believe they, they made a a mold of her face. Uh-huh. They did. And, yeah, like a plaster, and, yeah. And took this took this college guy. And paid him 250 bucks to stand there naked with with this mask of her face on for this shot. And I guess they had to feed him a bunch of whiskey so that he'd get drunk. Yeah, he did. Let's just say he was crying. She said he was crying. Well, when you got a penis that looks like that. But I like Joe Bob, I'm not pre-framing the penis at all. And maybe it was cold. I don't. It know. was because it was, it was actually it was like mid-November it was when they fall, shot the scene. Right? Yeah, yeah it was mid-November when they shot the scene. Because I, I know that they spray-painted the leaves and the grass because right. it was later in the year. So they <laughs> actually worked. The original plan was, and then Felissa's mom put the kibosh on it. But the original plan was that Felissa, they, they actually built a mold, a piece for the dick for her to actually wear with like. With like the at the camp Arawak shirt this way because you know she can't be fully topless because she's only thirteen, but right. they were gonna rig it where it was gonna be like like a piece that that she wears and her mom was like no, and then they were trying to figure out a way to to get her to actually have it, and her mom kept saying no. Nope. Meanwhile, <laughs> and Felicity will tell you she was all about doing it because she was like I'm an actress this is my my craft I'm committed to this role, and the compromise was they did the like how Sean said they did the the head mold of her and she's got eight by tens on her table of her getting the head mold like done yeah, yeah. and cool. yeah and, and it's actually in black and white like it's actually really cool and um then they did the scene with the guy and then the guy like took off black for after nobody knew who the fuck he was to this day like they don't know who it was <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine like them approaching him okay here's what we want you to do Put this girl face on your face, this girl mask on your face, and then stand there with your dick hanging out. And where's you gonna with film that? Covered in blood with a knife. Right. He's <laughs> like two hundred fifty bucks. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's, a, here's a bunch of whiskey too to you know right. give you whiskey dick on top of that. Three kids, I would have done it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who cares? Can't see my face. Yeah, this, uh, this movie reminds me a little bit of the twist ending of the 1962 film Homicidal by William Castle. I don't know if any yeah. of you guys have seen it. Yeah, I've heard of it. No, I'm not. If you haven't, you need to watch it. But uh, okay, I'm going to spoil a second film, but there is a twist at the end where it turns out two, char- two characters of 
opposite genders are the same person, and it's because someone's parent wanted a son and not a daughter. So the this female character has to go through life pretending to be a man to, uh, you know, please her father. Some and, and then there's some crazy inheritance scheme that's in every William Castle movie ever. Yeah. Had. So, uh, apparently the tension of being forced to perform this you know this other gender drives that character insane and she just goes on a killing spree and <laughs> uh, wow it's uh, mm-hmm. it reminded me a little bit of that but there's no there's no dick in that movie it's <laughs> right. well, also well, like well, like, well, like psycho too when you know the moment bates was dressing up as his mother was it was the same twist as that because yeah, nobody yeah. got to that in that that's movie a good, either. that's a good point that's a good point yeah. homicidal was the response to that uh-huh I honestly, I think the title's a better movie than Psycho. I'm probably in the minority for thinking that, but... Oh, wow, okay. I know I really have to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie. And don't forget the crying game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that with my mom, and I was like, whoa, okay. The other thing I forgot about Sleepaway Camp is, like, there are so many just fucking perverts on the staff of that stuff. Yeah. When the guy's like, when he says the whole, look at that young, fresh chicken, I'm like, you oh, fucking pedophile. And the other guy's yeah. just like, oh. I'm like, oh, you rascal, you. And I'm like, you fucking pedophile. Yeah. I, know, it's like, oh, so, I was not sad to see now. him go down. Again, that, that guy, because, you know, again, we, we talked about it. She said he had a really hard time doing those scenes because mm-hmm. he was the complete opposite in real life. And yeah. like she she had to talk to him and was like, look, it's OK. Like, you're just playing a character. You're mm-hmm. fine. Just just do it. And he went and delivered the lines. What was he call them? Baldies at one point? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Baldies. Uh, but uh, has there uh, ever been a character in a slasher movie? who was marked for death early on. Like, this guy, like, you know, <laughs> he's going to fucking get it. Like, yeah. right and away. And I can't wait. Just I can't wait in that giant fucking pot. Like, I wanted to talk yeah. about that. Has there ever been a cooking pot that big? <laughs> like, was that real? Like, it's I, like, it's I, like, it's I like have 14, seen one. It's like, like 14 giant stockpots. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they, really? Yeah. Like, he's like, I got to put the corn in it, but there's corn there. And okay, so Indiana were known for corn. Like, was he going to put like the whole cob in there? Because it looked like he was making like a stew. Like, just a whole cob of corn. Like, if you need a stepladder to get to the top of your fucking cooking pot, I'm not sure. I don't know. It doesn't seem right to me. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I would never, if it was, like, up that high, I'm a short person. I'm very, very short. So, uh, it's a baby little thing. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, while we're on this topic, I, I wanted to, to talk about um, that scene with Artie when he pulls that pot down onto him. As you know, I'm huge into special effects. And the way that they did the blisters and the burns. It was um, really good. You know, and, and so I, w- I want to give a shout out to uh, Ed French for, for the makeup effects. Ed this. French shows up a lot here in the House of Screams. Yeah, he's the one that got well, fired from the show, too. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And he was and, mentioned a couple and, episodes before that. Well, you know, he's he's done a couple um, huge favorites of mine. Um, Chud. <laughs> he we'll did, be talking uh, about Chud maybe soon. He did the stuff, and he did yeah. uh, um, one of one of Candy's favorites, Chopper Chicks and Zombie Town. 
<laughs> I had a lot of fun with that for a trauma film. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Not right he, now. he also he also did a Very blood rage. Uh, yeah, he, blood rage. Yeah, yeah. I, I love blood rage. But but, but the uh, the way that he did the effect for the the blisters, um, and he injected like gelatin to to give him kind of like a pulsating mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one of my favorites is the uh, um, oh, hold on, I gotta check my notes here. Um, the beehive? No, Kenny in the canoe when they oh, when the oh lifts yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah when the when the guy lifts the the canoe and the snake comes out of his mouth because he was making all those those jokes watch about out for the snakes. watch out for the water snakes. Yeah, that's a really good effect. Um, but this leads me to my biggest gripe about this movie. Uh oh, here we go. And the the fucking bee sting death. Now that's okay, my only. Okay, that's not. You wouldn't die that fast unless you were allergic. That's my only complaint about this. Now I think it's I think it's a great, you know, it's a great way to to you know cause harm to somebody. It's you know, creative. You pissed me off. It's I'm fuck. You in the shitter, and I'm gonna drop a beehive on you, right? Right. <laughs> but killing somebody within a man- matter of a couple of minutes—they'd have know. to be like severely allergic to bees, right? And to have the, the amount of damage that there is to him when he comes out, which is—it's been like maybe a full minute. Well, I mean, the same shit happened to Macaulay Culkin and my girl. I was about to say right. he was really yeah. allergic to bees. Yeah. That was the plot point. That was the plot right. point in my girl. This was and not a plot point. Have, we didn't know. Yeah, that's true. Have, if, if you would have pointed out to me early in the film that that Billy was allergic to bees, yeah, maybe that 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 might be different. Yeah, but right. Honestly, you know, and, and it's not so much the death that that gets me. It's when they do the close up of the body. And you can tell that they've used raspberries as, yeah. the, as the welts mm-hmm. because you can see the raspberries. Like you can you can straight up see it's a raspberry with a little bit of liquid latex to hold and, it onto the skin. And sugar in there also to attract the bees to yeah. stay. And, I, and so yeah. it's kind of off-putting as, as the camera like zoomed up his arm, you know, you see like the raspberries sticking off. And I'm like, really? <laughs> But they wouldn't have. What kind of fucking bees were those that would have caused damage like that? It just yeah, because in the movie there's just honeybees, which are like the yeah. least aggressive fucking yeah. bees. Like, but like, you know, for me, for me, like honestly, <laughs> I give it, I give it points for creativity because we don't see death by beehive in horror movies too often, especially like in a slasher. You know, I thought points for creativity, but it is a little like pulls you out of the the you know, suspension of disbelief that you're in. You just put <laughs> yeah. it out a little bit, but you go right back in. It's, it's, I didn't think it's that big of a deal. Right. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it, it wasn't enough to like pull me out. It was just one of those things where it's like, you know, I would have much rather seen him, you know, do like a, a Peter Griffin where he like busts out and he's like running naked, getting chased <laughs> by the bees, you know. And, <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. I, I, it took me back to Nicholas Cage in uh, the Wicker Man remake. <laughs> I was watching this at work again, and I actually shout. I'm like, "Not the bees! Not the bees!" And everyone at work is like looking at me. I'm like, "That's cool. It's fine." (laughs) (laughs) Just normal day. So there's there's one effect in the movie that nobody will ever explain how it was, um, you know, completed. Was the arrow in Mel's throat? Mm. Yes, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, they they said that that that's that's the one the one effect they will never discuss. 
because it, I was I noticed that every time I watch it because he walks out there and there's no like cutaway. It's just no. suddenly there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it was really fucking well done. Mm-hmm. Well, he he died like what with like just a couple of months before the the, the yeah. film came yeah. out. Months so. before the film came out, like he was dying yeah. at the time that they were filming this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk like this was his last. It was, so, it was so many people in this movie. This was their first movie, but it was his last role. His, I thought that last. was sort of mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was sort of um you it's know bitter, uh, bittersweet because yeah. yeah bittersweet. Look, look at the um look at the endearingness of the of the film. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I mean, this, this is cult classic, and you know, if there's any way you want to go out, it's cult classic because you know there's classic you and there's forever. cult classic, and cult classic is hardcore. Like you're, you're on forever. forever, yeah, because nope. you got your hardcore fans. That's where cult classics come from. But yeah. speaking of that character, I want to talk about young Meg, who's gorgeous, <laughs> absolutely bitch in the film. Um, but why is she wanting to bone him? Can we yeah, talk about that? Mm. Like I, I, I think, I think it's one of those where like, <laughs> well, well, for, well, first of all, let, let, let's get the Meg. It's M E G. Um, I think it's more the fact that like because he's in a position of power and I don't know because I've seen that in a lot of jobs where like you'll you'll see like these opposite attract like opposite couples kind of get together because like they're within close proximity of each other for so long that you know eventually something happens where like you build an attraction to somebody. Plus, he's in a position of power. But she, but he's, he's a man there. So young. I mean, clearly, I mean, she's a counselor. So, right. But she looks so much younger than the other counselors. She looks like the same age. That's why she, like, buddies up with Judy, who's actually older than her. I mean, it's just, con- I'm confused. Right. <laughs> but I, I just, that's just my opinion. I think it's because it's like, he's in that position of power. He's above her. And, you know, they're in close proximity of each other. Maybe it's like, what do they call it? A proximity crush. Maybe it's just yeah. that. That whole or thing she that she just has him daddy issues. I mean, well, that's possibly, always possible. <laughs> I mean, and, and you have to you have to take into consideration like all the other guys, their shorts are so tight you can see that they have really <laughs> tiny penises. He's talking about ten cents there. <laughs> And what's the point of wearing a half shirt that only comes down to like here? Like, what? What's even the point? You're not I, even yeah. covering. Yeah, because they the show off their abs. <laughs> what's you, just take it off. We That's why. Really might as well this. just take yeah. it off. And then the shorts are just so mm. short. I remember wearing shorts like that in the '80s, though. You know, a pair of jeans I'd kind of outgrown, or they were too short on me. My mom would cut them, and you know, like they were so short, the pockets were longer than the yeah. shorts <laughs> themselves. Yeah. Now, and that's a style now again. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I do remember. I, I do remember, um, and this has haunted me. Um, <laughs> I knew this was right. I knew what you say. Um, my my dad um, in the '80s wore shorts like that, where the pockets where the pockets would would hang lower than the shorts. And there was one one time, and I was probably maybe seven or eight, but I remember we were at our aunt's house, and it was Fourth of July weekend, and my mom had to point out to my dad that his balls were hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! On your leg. Oh no! Sort of like that type. We were at uh, his uh, his grandmother's having stew, and he I'm had this awesome. This. You're not editing this out. Fuck you. Uh, this is for the mustache. Anyway, I'm I'm angry about the mustache every day. Um, so he's wearing these corduroy pants, and he's I'm not angry about the mustache, Sean. Neither am I. <laughs> He's not Tom Atkins. Okay, but he was wearing these corduroy no, pants. He's, and he's, Sean, he's Sean Atkins. <laughs> no. And he's 
talking and he's sitting like splayed and I'm sitting next to him where, you know, he's talking to his parent, you know, his stepdad and his mom and his grandma. And I'm like, elbowed him like, uh, this pants are really tight. I can see your dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was were... like, everybody had to have seen it because he was just right there splayed talking to people. I'm like, ah, yeah. Uh, excuse me, you're, you're if we're, if we're bringing I, up. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say, I guess I didn't realize because they were kind of baggy. Like I don't, they weren't like bell bottoms, but they were kind of like baggy in the legs. Like, but the, they were super tight in the crotch. I, I, and, I've had problems with pants like that. And so here <laughs> I, I sit down and I had to like navigate and put all my junk on one leg so that I could sit comfortably. <laughs> and she like sit elbows there with no covering away from the table. Uh, but it's, and it's like all right there on display, and it's like. Hey, and I'm just sitting there like elbowing. I'm like, uh, 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 um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and those '80s shorts, though, like, I mean, it was just like my mom was letting me run around barefoot. I was like, I was like white trash. I guess not. I'm okay. We were poor. But uh, you know, my cut off, my cut off shorts with the the long pockets, a little bit of ash cheek hanging out no shoes on running around playing like my mom wasn't like gee that's my child she probably shouldn't have her ass out but okay. <laughs> the 80s were a weird me, time guys well i was gonna say since we're bringing up like little gripes about the movie and there's not very many to really bring up no, but i think no. i think one one of the one of the more um well-known gripes of the movie is the um never-ending softball scene <laughs> it does oh, yeah. go on yeah. for a while yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was more just to kind of pad the runtime. I think when they put the movie together, they realized like they were kind of short on the, the time. So yeah. like they went and shot more footage of the softball scene to kind of, you know, and then has a little bit. My, well, another interesting line that kind of goes back to my theory I was talking about, but you know, he gets mad and he's like, fuck a man, asshole. I mean, there is a lot of <laughs> homoeroticism in this. And yeah, I like, is. is this uh-huh. intentional? Or, or just well, does it work out perfectly? Because it does make sense in the tone of the film. But yeah, there's well, a lot you, of... When you think of the, the flashback when it shows uh, Angela and Peter as children, and it shows, you know, the their dad and, and I would have... His lover. His friend. Um, yeah. You know, and they're, and they're, like, giggling and snickering as they're watching them kind of caress one another. And then it shows them in the bed. And... You know, like like Peter's like reaching out to touch her and doesn't touch her, but you can tell that they're kind of you know curious about you know sexuality and things like yeah. that. So I mean that kind of that kind of sets the tone and and you know what you said earlier about there's no female nudity. You know I think the closest we get to it um, is Judy in the the swimsuit yeah. um, because it doesn't or Megan the shower or yeah or Megan the shower. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't show the uh, the uh, uh, the curling iron in the vagina. But they they actually did film it, but it was cut by right. the MPAA. Right, right. But I mean, it you know, but but yet as far as nudity goes, you've got guys. I, th- I think at one point Billy's like standing there in his tidy whities You know, when they when they had just gotten out of the water and stuff. Uh, so you have a lot of of male. Um, not full nudity, but you know, down probably when they strip and down shit, and get in the, in the, you know, we don't get a lot. Oh of yeah, yeah. Till the end, but That's yeah, right. I mean, yeah. A lot of, and and, and poor and poor poor uh, what's his name? Uh, Mozart that they always fuck yeah. with too. Yeah, we had said. 
when he like, when he uh yes. gets, gets, gets a face full of uh, I think it's, who is it is it Ricky's ass or somebody's ass? Yeah. Like, when he, yeah. yeah. Fucking Mozart. They had to fuck with him the whole time. Chinese sit up. Like like see like it wouldn't have, it wouldn't surprise me like if Mozart was like the killer in the end really because of how badly yeah, they fucked with him for the whole thing. Yeah, but I think they were kind thing. of trying to plant that. But and that's another yeah. thing with uh the film is they're, they're they kind of plant a little bit like maybe it's supposed to actually pulls the knife out because they keep fucking with him, and yeah. and then you know Gino comes and takes the knife from him. Um, I love the name Gino, but uh yeah so I mean I think that there and then we we see the hands like pull the chair out uh, from under Artie those are masculine hands, you know but I really think there's a lot of symbolism I think this film is a lot smarter. Then people give it credit for. It's very smart, very intelligent. The more that you watch it, I think the more that you get it. And I don't know whether it was intentional or not, but it works out so beautifully. It really does. And you you got to think about the time period this was made. 1983, we had a a, a gay couple, and it was not a big deal. It just made them ask questions. It wasn't weird. I know know Gino. Who was the other guy, the uh, dime store Lou Ferrigno? Uh, <laughs> uh, the guy from the we can always see his dick. I yeah, thought the guy was his dick. I can't you know, remember. Ronnie? His name. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie. He had the, yeah. had the fucking the pecs from hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hang on, I'll look him up now. While I'm Paul looking D'Angelo. that up though, Everybody. Paul D'Angelo. Ronnie. Paul D'Angelo. His his boobs were bigger than every any other girls on the. On the god, movie. and his shorts were like so like, fucking tight. It yeah, made me very uncomfortable. Every time yeah, I saw him, I just looked at his crotch because I couldn't look away. That's, it was really just drew your attention. Because so, yeah. even at the end, there's a very serious thing. Oh, the killers killed the kids and all. You know, these people are dead. And he's got, instead of the tiny, itty-bitty, jockey, short, nylon things that he's wearing, he's got yeah. these tight sweatpants on. And you can still see his dick. Yeah. And I'm like, can I get a break? And there's one more. Go, there's one more gripe I forgot about in the movie that people always point out. I'm surprised nobody and we're making fun of Sean, well, you're making fun of Sean for his stash, is the cop's oh, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. yeah we were talking yeah. about Absolutely. that because like, I was like, that is not a real mustache. So it was it was real. They <laughs> cut he was he was done. He shaved it because he was doing another film or TV show. He had to come back for pickup shots because they had to reshoot the ending for some reason. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't have his mustache for continuity. They put the shoe polish yeah. on his lip. That's yeah, the best they so could do. Bad. It really does. Could, this was so low budget, man. Like I can just I mean, imagine him walking out of the makeup trailer. It's like, yeah, let's it's perfect. Let's go. It's like, yeah. who? Like, <laughs> yeah. But you know, despite these these little gripes, it's, but it's like, part of its charm. I, I, I think I it, yeah, it makes it, it more that's endearing. Part of charm. It's definitely rewatchable. I've been rewatching it. I want to ask if anybody owns the special set, the collector set that had the look like the first game. Okay, did. so I did the one that um the one that that, that yeah. Red Cross uh, sued for. Yes, well I worked at Sunco, yes. so you know I got it. Yeah. Um, my my ex actually stole it from that. That's one of the ones that got stolen. Oh, was, wow. was that box set? Yeah. Familiar to me because yeah, I know. I know um, like. but yes, I had it. it a couple of people actually had it with them at the Camp Lot event where she was at, and she was just like, "Oh my God, like this is so rich." With something like that, she even said, I'm not going to sign your name on it. I'm just going to sign my name on it because I know how valuable this thing Did, is. Didn't the Red Cross, like... Uh, yeah, that's what it was. They did, too. But it was really fucking cool looking. It oh was my God, it was very cool. It was really cool looking. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that about so, Suncoast too, because that's where I originally saw that, and I had a chance to buy it, and I did. And you and fucking fuck, didn't. I didn't wish you? I would have. <laughs> you showed up. That was like me. That's how I ended up with the volume ten, the original volume ten of uh, Mystery Science Theater with uh, Godzilla, and I don't even like that episode, but I have it. <laughs> Hard to find. Everybody's like, oh, and, my God, you have that? I'm like, I don't even care about it. <laughs> and somebody else like, bought her. They, they actually had a, had a clamshell. And I guess I don't think it was Anchor Bay. They had a clamshell VHS that, that they had. It was some kind of like special edition VHS of the movie that I had never seen before. That she was like, she didn't even see it. She's like, where did you get this from? And she's like, I found this at a garage sale. I got it for like a dollar. She's like, I knew that I had to have you sign this like as soon as I got the chance to have you sign it. Wow. Like she took pictures. She's like, I've never seen this shit before. She's like, I've never seen it before in my life. It's amazing the shit that you'll find out there. I actually, uh, I wanted to talk about something else in the film that was uh, unique. Um, Like say, okay, we go to our Friday the 13th. Like we have a final girl. You know, uh, we have our Scream Queens. And this film didn't really have any of that. No. It wasn't really a final boy or a final girl. Um, we did have the birth of a Scream Queen in uh, Felissa, you know, who later on go to do that. But in this film, there's not really that. It's just the reveal. And we don't have anybody like, oh, this is the survivor, you know, like it's just. And to kind of build on that, instead of fading to black, it fades to green. It yeah, does. Yeah. It yeah, does. That was on, on top theme. of that, yeah, which which I, I do have as her as her ringtone for when she calls. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> nice. She thought that was funny nice. too. I'm, I'm like I'm like call my phone and she's like, oh my god, she's like, I love you. But um, <laughs> another thing too, like like I think that that's part of it is like the fact that it's such an unconventional. It kind of plays by its own rules. And, yeah, and I think that really that's part of it's of, of why it's lasted. Just, like it's, it. I mean, it's going on 40 years, another couple of years, and it's going to hit its 40, 40 years. Yeah, and we're still talking about this movie. What, 37th anniversary was yesterday mm-hmm. um, on the 18th of November. November. The 19th when we're recording this. But, um, yeah, um, and there's still nothing like it. And like I said, I really think it's a lot – I mean, I think a lot of people love it and, and enjoy it, but I don't think they really stopped to realize like how brilliant it is. It really, really is. It's unique. It's it's really got its own little place carved out in horror history. And I don't think people stop it and take it seriously enough to go, wow, this is actually really fucking good. This is different. This is no. smart. This is great. And we were we were talking on the chat and I and I told you guys, like, who who would have thought of of all things this this little B-80s horror cult classic would have such an impact on my life. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, we'll, we'll discuss it. So, um, as you guys know, I've, I've done podcasts in the past. Um, yes. Podcasts in the past. Yeah, the tongue twister. And I had her as a guest, as one of my, one of my first guests, because right away, she always says yes to pretty much everything. If she's available, she's going to do it. Um, her and I built a rapport. Like, we've been friends on Facebook before this, but, like, we never really interacted as much as we did prior to this um to when I actually interviewed her and I don't know while her and I were talking like just something just clicked and we knew like it was something special um so shortly thereafter I was able to do my own horror convention in Scranton Pennsylvania here and one of the headlining things was a sleepaway camp reunion where I had her 
Jonathan Tiersten, and I had um, now he goes by Maximo Sorrentino, who plays Little Peter, the situation's brother from the Jersey Shore. His older brother yeah. is Peter yeah. in, in Sleepaway Camp. So I was able to get all three. Well, she actually had to cancel due to food poisoning the day she's supposed to leave to come here. Oh. So we only had Tiersten and we had Sorrentino here, for which was fine, but it just wasn't the same. And like a lot of people were like so disappointed where, you know, she she wasn't there. You know, cut to a couple months later, she's back in PA. She's here for the Zombie Killers premiere, and she treated me as if I was one of the stars in the movie. And she had us in the VIP lounge. Like we got to hang out after hours with her. Like it was like all night. We were just hanging out, talking and whatever. So I, I always kind of like think it's it's funny because I was able to kind of like get the ball rolling mostly because of her because she's had such an impact on my life to be able to do things that I that I I'm still looking to accomplish that her and I are going to do together, you know. I'm getting the, choked up here. Stop. I mean, and, and I have one that is really going to choke you up. Um, so to go back to my con, when she didn't come, there was this kid Seth. Um, he came four hours from Buffalo to come see her. We didn't have enough time to post that that she wasn't going to be there because 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 we, we were holding out hope because we thought maybe Friday that she would be she never she, she canceled it was fine um he came we had to break the news to him we were like I'm sorry you know she's sick she got food poisoning she wasn't able to make the show I'm like but everybody else is back there if you want to go meet them he cried and it broke Aww. my heart Aww. four years later actually no two years later. I come out of the hospital. As you all know, I had an incident where I went into a diabetic coma. I didn't know I was diabetic. A lot of bad shit happened while I was in that coma where um, a lot of shit got went missing, grew legs, and walked away because of the ex, whatever. She was coming in town for an appearance for this. For um, my, my friend Bobby Keller, he does the NEPA Short Horror Film Festival. She was coming for an appearance for this. So I actually took the time in the hospital to message Seth directly. She's going to be here. On this day, I promise you, she's here. He came four hours. We're sitting at her table. Now, I'm at her table helping her as her handler for this. And I told her, I was like, look, this kid Seth that's coming to meet you. He was supposed to meet you when you were supposed to be here, you know, the first time. He was really looking forward to this. This is, this is you know, his moment. And she's like, oh, what's his name again? I'm like, Seth. So he comes up. And I kind of nudge her. I'm like, that's him. And she's like, hi, Seth. Like, with that smile of hers that lights up the whole room. And I swear to you, he was like, he's like, she knows my name. So she's like, come here and give me a big hug. So they start hugging. And then he told her, um, because of you playing that character, you gave me the strength to tell my mom that I was gay. No. Oh, wow. Yep. That's going to be me when I, if, if I ever get to meet Joe Bob, I, I think I'm going to load up on the eye makeup to try and deter myself from the crying. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm as, I'm as solid as a, as a rock with most things, but that, that broke me when I saw like, and oh, then her, God. her reaction, I was just like, like, how could you not like, I you know, seeing something Absolutely. like that and. You know, she she took like so many pictures with him and signed a bunch of stuff for him and just was like, and he left right after. He only wanted to come and meet her and went back, came came to Scranton for four hours just to meet her for, for 20 minutes and went back. Yeah. Just for that. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a great so story. wonderful. I really. You know, that's the kind of person that she is. And like, that's another thing. Like, you know, I know we were talking before about how everybody's always at the table like, oh, is that really your dick? But like, on the other half, I, I've seen it where a lot of like, you know, 
the LGBTQ plus you know community comes out. Say, in the queer and community, uh, they, they love her. Idolize her. She she Absolutely. loves them too. She embraces that role. You know, one of one of her best friends is Mark Patton. Yeah. Oh God. Jesse from Nightmare Two. Mm-hmm. You know, she she fully like, and I and I saw it. I saw it with you know even at, at the drive-in. There was people with pride flags, and she was like, "Come here, give me a big hug." Fuck Corona, give me a big hug with that pride flag. Like I, I, I love you. That's that's how she is. She embraces and, it. And being, you know, uh, a part of, you know, so much of my life of the queer community. I myself am queer. My brothers are gay. My daughter's bisexual. It, it's just been my entire life. My mom's friends were gay. It's just being part of it and and experiencing, you know, queer horror is a thing. And like, I, I, that's how, you know, just. That's where I would meet some of these huge sleepaway camp fans. Uh, uh, my brother's uh, former best friend and his uh, his partner, like they were huge Angela fans. They had the little the Red Cross looking first aid kit set and right. everything. Like it, it's uh, she's definitely a big icon in queer horror. Queer horror is a thing. You know, it absolutely is. It absolutely, and and you know, she she completely embraces like that that whole. It's not even you a persona. Know, that's just how she is because she just loves everybody. I can tell that about her in interviews, and um, you know, that's why it, it was beginning of the year, January, I think, wasn't it? Where I was just suddenly like, I have to meet Felissa. She's next on my list because I have a list of like people that I want to meet. You know, I've met Robert England and Bruce Campbell, and you know, blah, Tony Todd. But I was like. It's Felissa Rose right now. I have to meet Felissa Rose. And the opportunity came up, and I was so excited. And I was really crushed at Halloween that um, our mayor, our mayor douchebag here, um, canceled it literally, like, you know, 72 hours beforehand. People had traveled in, and it canceled it. I'm like, you didn't even give us enough time. Like, I was like, what? I can tell you I can tell you because they, they made the announcement today and I'm just finding out about it you know from a little while ago um, she's coming back here in February for for an appearance um, the New Jersey Horror Con is having the horror sideshow market and I believe that's it yeah it's in Allentown Pennsylvania um, what date is it it is February 20th and 21st it's five bucks to get in from 10 to 4 at the Center Hotel and she'll be there signing autographs again yeah, I've definitely like she's she's at the top of my list. I, I her Mark Patton, uh, Joe Bob is always number one. Uh, eventually, that's gonna happen for me. So that's another thing to, to tie in with everything was at, at that event after she met Seth. I got to have dinner with her and Joe Bob Briggs. Oh my God, I would die. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Do you know how Excuse fucking <laughs> surreal that was to be able to have dinner with him and like he was such like the nicest person in the world. I'd be yeah. like ordering like I would like my steak medium rare. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding either. Meanwhile, I'm I'm, I'm fresh out the hospital looking like a gimp because I'm like you know still recovering from everything, and she's like babying me the entire time. <laughs> like, and he's just like, is he okay? And I had to tell him the whole story of all people. I had to help tell Joe Bob the whole story about what yeah. what what I just went through for the past two weeks. I have to say, you know, um, in horror, you know, there's so many icons. There's so many people that I really look up to and I wish I was like, like, I wish I was, you know, more of an Elvira. Like I was actually funny, but I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not that, but I am a female Joe Bob Briggs. I can't stand topic. I have uh, just an endless <laughs> tunnel of useless knowledge that I can just fling at you. Oh, and, amen. True. 
It's I true. mean, I have female Joe Bob. <laughs> I, I want to be Elvira, but I can't. I'm Joe Bob. But, you know, that's okay with me. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk about Joe Bob another time because I, I, yeah, I have to. But Felissa, yeah, Felissa, it just came to me. I have these, like, little premonitions. So, yeah, in January of this year, I was like, I'm going to meet Felissa. That's next yeah. for me. And it's and I kind of I kind of want to be there for this when you do because I want to yeah. I want to be able to see your reaction like when you actually meet her and like actually experience I, that experience of you click. meeting her. I, I, I think you like, are. I'm gonna tell you now. Prepare yourself for a lot of hugs. I love yeah. hugs. Like, a lot. Yeah, like, she seems so <laughs> much like you can ask Sean. Like she seems just so much like that. She's got that bubbly but like. That's what oh, struck yeah, me. That's what, that's what struck me about it. Like in this movie, she's so fucking like you know like zombified and. But in real life, from what I've seen in videos, I looked on YouTube, like meet and greets with her. She's so bubbly, but her character in this movie is so like wooden and just like staring. And I love it that I, she talks like me too, because you know, growing up in, in like you know a loud kind of Italian family, like I grew up Italian Irish family. That's why I talk over everybody, but right. I'm not the best hostess. And because it's the only way to get your your verse your words in there because people are, we're all talking over each other and we're all touchy feely and we're all this. And so I'm just like really loud. Yeah. I'd love to ask her how she like dialed it back enough to do this role in that. Sort she of said film. it was, she said it was really, and, and I'll tell you the moment that her and I actually knew like we, that we clicked <laughs> was Prince. Yes. Cause she loves, loves oh. Prince. I actually, so one of, one of her last appearances, one of the last cons that she was at when she was actually at a con, and I'll never forget this. And she'll she'll bring it up, and Rob Rob can back up a lot of this because he's heard it, you know, directly from us. Um, we were at New Jersey HorrorCon in AC uh, back in twenty early twenty nineteen or early last year, and we kept talking, we we had a conversation about Prince about something, and I was like, oh, do you know Funko has Prince pops? And she's like, no. She's like, well, if you ever see one, let me know. There was a vendor there selling them, so I went and got her one, and like she fucking cried when I handed the it to rain her. Went? Of course it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course it was. Purple rain changed my life. Yeah, that, <laughs> trust yeah. me, it did me too. Yeah. I would definitely. Yeah, I, I can actually separate people I can be friends with with not if they like Purple Rain or not. If you didn't like Purple that movie, Purple Rain is like, oh my god, <laughs> you I cannot like, be I my was, friend. That's my makeup music is putting on Purple Rain. Like that's just the album. Like that's my makeup music. Listen, that's and, not and, like um, Minnetonka. And, and, you, and you guys know I, I posted the, the the picture earlier of um I don't know Rob if you saw it I posted the picture earlier Funko's releasing a B Rabbit eight mile Funko Pop. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which I need that to go with with okay. But let, I mean just off topic and this wouldn't be the show if we didn't. He's bringing up Purple Rain. <laughs> yeah. That's can, what we, we can we can we all agree that Eight Mile is the hip hop version of Purple Rain? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. It, yeah. Listen, there's that. there's so many. Look, listen, both of them have. Weird nicknames. He's the kid. He's Rabbit. The actors themselves each have are, are pop artists, and even though Eminem's a rapper, he's still a pop artist. Yeah. They definitely. each both have one name, Prince Eminem. They both have yeah. a muse that has to get them to like their final, you know, moment of clarity. They have their moment of clarity where they both find their voice, and they each have a muse. Yeah. Like I said, with with him, it's Brittany Murphy, and and with um Prince, it's Apollonia. Apollonia. And then they yeah. have like that rival that like they have to they have <laughs> to face. They have to face that rival at the end with their music and like defeat like mm-hmm. you know the rival. It's and both are in the Midwest during the winter yep. time. Yeah. And both have fucked up home lives. I mean, yes. I can keep going on with this. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I I never realized it until you put it that way, but oh my god, you're right. It is. Well, it's the hip hop purple. Well, 
only one of them got to purify themselves in the waters of Lake This Minnesota. is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, That's not but, but the, the other similarity, both of them won an Oscar for their music for that movie, for their respective yeah, true, movies, yeah. too. So. Yeah. Purple Rain's one of those, like, great albums of all time, really. The amount of time... The, the amount of times I heard my father tell me over the years, your prince is a musical genius. He plays all his own instruments. He's a genius, man. He's a genius. He, he is. He strums a guitar. And he's God, I'm so, I'm so fucking jealous. I was so jealous. in love with him when I was a kid. Like, I didn't understand. It wasn't, like, sexual. It was just, like, but it, even though he's sexy, it was just, like, I, I was just, like, in awe of Prince. And my mom was such a big Prince fan, you know? So it's just, like, I grew up in uh, Prince. I was listening to Prince earlier. And I'll, and I'll tie this in with what we're talking about with the LGBTQ plus community. I, I knew that I was I was straight, was watching Purple Rain at four in that movie theater when I saw Apollonia for the first time. And I looked Apollonia. at it, I'm like, I remember looking at my sister and I was like, yo, I want one of those. <laughs> I, 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 I want that. that. I feel that way about Prince. I was like, I want one of those. But Apollonia, like, the and she still looks good too, by the way. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she really does. <laughs> much oh, much like cool. much like how Felicity looks amazing. You know, and I was wondering, and I know this is really odd, but I'm a big breasted girl like she is. And I was thinking at 13, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I, I have to, this is how I think. I'm a girl, okay? But I, I always wonder, I was like, how'd they get her to be so flat chested? You know, which at 13. I mean, I, mean, I was like, maybe she was a late bloomer like me because I just woke up at C Cup one day and I was like, whoa, okay. But, um, but I guess she wore kind of a binder. Which, uh, you know, a lot Probably, of, um, yeah. you know, uh, by and, um, and the one question I never asked her, I was like, how, how did you make yourself? I, 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 I never, I never thought to ask her that she wore, it's like, she wore a binder ball. I saw the picture when I was, uh, looking up earlier where she was posing with it, the, the scene binder. So I guess she did bind, um, cause she, cause she needed to be flat chested, but I was like, cause she's always, she's like me. She's always got her cleavage showing and I'm all about that. <laughs> You know, like, hey, yeah, girl, do it, because she looks good, you know? Yeah. She, she does. She does. Like me, my boobs have aged well, so I show them off. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, that answered my question, because I was really curious, and I know that's really an odd thing to be curious about, but I'm always thinking, like, I'm a girl. What would I have done with my boobs? You know what's funny? You could actually ask her that, and she would 100% answer you at the table. Oh, She'll tell you, oh, I this is exactly what I did. I actually believe she, that. She's an open book. Like, she pulls no punches with, with the fans. Like, she is 100% honest with, with all of them. Like, it is yeah. – it's it's okay. Like, like I've, I've been on both sides of the table now, like, but you know, not just for her, like, with other people, like, when I did my own show, but also going – and it's it's so different seeing, like, the interaction with different, different celebrities and – you know, the one thing I do notice is like she's always put up there with like people like Matthew Willard and um, you know, Josh McDermott from uh Eugene from The Walking Dead as like the nicest people like you'll ever meet. Like she had people waiting seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours and she didn't get up once to go to the bathroom. The wow. woman has an iron bladder for that. That's that's why she didn't get up. I told her I was like I asked her, like, Phyllis, do you have to go to the bathroom? And she's like, No, I have so many people waiting for me. I gotta meet 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 the fans. I gotta meet them first before you do anything else. That's some dolomite shit right there. Like, but what was really awesome about that, by the way, was that we all got to watch the ending of the movie with her at the drive-in. She stood in the line with everybody and watched the ending. Uh, what was and, the and reaction? Was the everybody, video, everybody, the everybody was clapping. I actually have this yeah. video, and I'll put it. I'll put it in the chat. But yeah. and you hear you hear me at the end I talking to her. I think it's the one that you showed me. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah. 
that she she yeah. she yeah she she screams yes at it like at the very end when you see the face yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the angela face yeah, yeah. okay well, I so just, i just i just want to say before before we wrap this up i just want to say felissa i hope you're listening this is a love letter to you and you are welcome to come on the show anytime please <laughs> <laughs> we 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 would very very much like you to be on because it'd be and, fun. And, and I'll just wrap I this promise. up with with my thing. And I'm not trying to again. Um, and and Rob again. I, I hope you can back me up on this. But um, you know, one hand washes the other. Her and I are always looking out for each other, one way, shape, or form. And one day we were talking. I was like, you know, how come there's no sleepaway camp T-shirts? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, nobody ever thought to maybe ask me to, you know, because she's part of the rights holders for for the movie. So I know the owner from from Terror Threads, and I simply said, hey, why don't you guys talk? You know, see see where it goes from there, and maybe magic can happen. And yeah. as as you can and see, it did. It did. As you can see, and, and me. you can see behind me. Yeah. That's all Terror Threads in the yeah, back, so you can get them at terrorthreads.com. To look on there and and tell me about that and I was like that's fucking cool that's really amazing she, and and Rob will tell you because like her and I have the endless love fest as he knows he makes fun of me about it a lot too <laughs> but and she's always trying to say like oh you're the reason that happened I'm like no dear all I did was give you a phone number I didn't do shit all I did was put you in touch with the right person for this I don't want any credit for that. So, oh, she's so sweet though. But, but that's yeah. but that's how she is. Like even at Q and A, she's like, "Oh, you're the reason we have the shirts." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I didn't print them. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't draw them. Draw the designs." I'm like, "I just put you in touch with the right person. That's all I did. I, you know, helping both people out by doing that." Yeah. I just I love your guys' friendship. That's so cute. That's so <laughs> yeah, sweet. Rob. Rob. Rob gets like I don't know. Rob, you get you get sick of hearing that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's, uh, I I thought it was the cutest thing when. Uh, <laughs> You did the first episode of Horror Pop Radio, and you guys like had a competition to see who could tell each other how much they love each other the most. <laughs> I love you. No, I love you. No, love you. you're you're Snoopy. You. No, you're Snoopy. I, I, exactly. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, just get a room already. <laughs> but that's oh my God, that's like so me. That's how I am. Yeah. And I live in this family full of people who like ration hugs. Like I need more hugs than that. Yeah. I hug you. Oh my god! I, this, this is why, like, I want to be there when you meet her, just because I have to see this interaction when it goes down. It's like it's like two bubblies being it's together. Be I don't like, know. Yeah, it's gonna be like. It's gonna be like. Explosion. It's gonna be it's gonna be an explosion of a bubbly. Yeah. Getting it everywhere. What is that called when it, uh, an unstoppable force meets an immovable oh, object? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Still uh, in Charybdis. Yeah. Bubbly yeah. Italian versus bubbly Italian. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, that's what I've always loved about like the horror community is how accepting it is of everyone. I don't know yeah. what that is. I, I, and if we I would be like, having a discussion about our, our horror fandom. Yeah, that, if uh, I was I mean, like doing my yeah. master, my ma- that should be a thesis. Someone doing their masters, like the accept the horror community, how accepting they are. LGBT, whatever, everybody. You know, I, I just love that so much. And I think that's what's drawn me to horror more than yeah. anything else, how accepting the community. And, it's, and, and, and it really that's is because... Thing, um, yeah. Because oh, we're all right, freaks, man. We're all freaks. Come on. We are. Look at us. Weirdos, mister. 
That is actually the name of the episode, listeners, that's coming up. It's called We Are the Weirdos, Mr. We will be discussing this very topic. So I, I'm excited to talk about it because we all come from different places, but we all end yes. up here. We all end yeah. up here. I love it. I love and it. I don't go anywhere else. And that's the one thing about horror movies to kind of build on what, what Dave said was, you know, I, I think that's why like they're they're so um there is such a rabid fan base behind it and a lot of like people that don't understand it kind of you know either shun it or kind of like oh you guys are, are weirdos but realistic <laughs> realistically I mean if if you really I mean I yeah let, let's be honest not not every horror movie is a goddamn home run true right. no, no. But no no at, no at at their heart most of them are morality tales mm-hmm. about right and wrong good and evil yeah you know and and they are the Judeo Christian you know don't have, you know, premarital sex, don't do, you know, the whole thing. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize like the, that the, you know, horror movies touch on such, so many different topics that regular, you know, I don't want to say mainstream, but mainstream movies don't like this movie is about, is about a a transvestite 13 year old killer who is trying to come to terms with her own sex or his or her own sexuality. Right. And still trying to find Angela's identity. You know what I mean? And her mother forced her to be something she wasn't. Her that, right, her yeah. Can we talk about Martha real quick about how yeah. fucking yeah. batshit crazy? <laughs> right, I wanted to talk about that. Jesus that Christ! Wouldn't you? That oh my God, she was so great. I, I couldn't take my eyes off of her when I watched this movie today. I could not it's take my eyes off her. Oh, I, so I have great. a friend, and please God, don't nobody get mad at me for saying this, but I have a couple of friends that have. A hooked up with Aunt Martha, or B almost hooked up with Aunt Martha <laughs> at, at horror cons. Almost, because like she's she's a total prowler. Oh man, oh, wow. total cougar! If I ever right. cosplay, it's gonna be as Aunt Martha. I want to cosplay I as Aunt Martha this. with the fucking yeah. hat. And it's water and it's funny under because the bridge. it's water under the bridge. And you know, we always talk about. If she gets asked this a lot, and I know that there was rumors for a while that they were gonna do one about a remake. I don't think this movie could be remade, especially with that ending. Number one, but number two, yeah. she she did go on record and say that she she would produce it, and that she wants to play Aunt Martha in the remake yeah, if they yeah, ever do one. Who wouldn't want to be Aunt Martha? She's like, yeah, I would be a great Aunt Martha. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah, know. I mean, she was great. Um, the way that, you know, we're living in a time of cancel culture. We're living in a time of uh, everybody's very, uh, just, uh, I mean, being sensitive is a wonderful thing. I'm a very sensitive person myself, but we don't allow uh, a lot of things. And it, it, things are very uh, tamped down at the moment. So uh, I think, you know, that's going to go away just as soon, you know, the way that it came. But uh, right now, it, it definitely would not get remade because everybody's going to get pissed off about it. You have to make sure that you're not pissing off so-and-so-and-so. And I'm just like, it's a movie, and I think even – I think it's a smart movie. It has interesting themes that we could explore further, and if we did it now, if we did a remake. I just I just think that with that ending, though, I think it would be almost impossible because people are going to know that it's a remake, one, and then seek out the original prior to seeing this. And yes. then kind of if, if you if you almost like mirrored, like, you know, pull a Gus Van Sant psycho remake with this and almost do a shot for shot for like a new audience, they're going to know at the end that Angela's got a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I don't I don't I don't and, think and that I, there's a I, way to properly remake this movie. I, we're going to be discussing a couple of remakes uh, this season. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer. I will say this, that, that with remakes, you need to have love and uh, respect for the original. But you also have to add something to it. You can't. Well, Gus Van Zandt's uh, 
Psycho, it fucking bombs. Like, plus, we've already seen this shot. We've already plus, seen not, these not, shots. Not for nothing, listen, like, I, I, love, I love Vince Vaughn. I, I do. I think, he, I think he's a good actor for what he is. He's not he's fucking not Norman Bates. Right. He's, not, he's not Norman Bates. He's not believable as Norman Bates. And also, I, uh, Psycho's coming up, by the way. We're going to be talking about Psycho. Which, which is one of my favorites of all time. I know, right? <laughs> and the funny thing is that uh, shout out to Ian from behind the screen. Me and him were discussing Vince Vaughn. Uh, dodgeball, you guys did dodgeball, right? Oh, I love yeah, dodgeball. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Funny. We, the movie's we, funny we, as shit. Oh my god, yeah. Me and Ian went into that in great detail, but uh, like, yeah, no, nah, yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh, I was saying, and I, matter of fact, I did mention that. I was like, oh, uh, that Vince Vaughn is a great, versatile actor. I I, I don't believe him as Norman Bates in Psycho. No. <laughs> yeah, nobody was buying that shit. But Anthony um, Perkins was so fucking good that you you almost can't get past that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, but but it, with Anthony Perkins, it ruined his fucking career. He was typecast yeah. after that. And he's yeah. a wonderful. He was a wonderful actor, but uh, yeah, he was so good. He was he could be nothing else. But when you're that good, um, nobody can top that. There's some true. things you gotta leave alone. You gotta know yeah. what what to leave alone and what to what you can fuck around with. You know what I'm saying? So on that note, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was saying but, I just need to talk about Psycho. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Psycho's coming up. I'm I'm really excited to talk about Psycho. Um, so that's coming up. Just stay tuned. We got a lot of really fun shit this season, and we're just getting started. But oh, yeah. let's go ahead and start like kind of wrapping up, closing thoughts. Um, my closing thoughts are just really a summary of, of what I've already said. This this film, if you haven't seen it, you already know the ending at this point. But still, if you haven't seen it, watch it because it's it's unique. Uh, there's nothing else like it. It's smart. Um, it's low budget done right. Uh, it's it's really just a, a great addition to to the slashers genre. I mean, there's still to this day nothing like it. I, I would have to agree. I think um, one of the, the endearing factors of this this film is how, um, like we said earlier, unconventional that it was within the horror genre. It didn't follow the horror blueprints of the T. It kind of made up its own rules as it went along. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it definitely took risks that, that paid off. I mean, like we said earlier, it's 37 years, about to, about to be 40 soon, years later. We're still talking about this movie. Yeah. I don't think that's ever gonna stop either. No, I don't. I don't that's think so either. That's the beauty of a cult classic. We talked about that with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. Never gonna die. Yeah, I guess I I really love this film, um, largely in part because of the the strange gender politics and the the perverse you know characters in this film that yeah. went way above and beyond compared to other slasher films of that time period. That's just I don't know. I, I don't think this movie could get away with that, you know, the, the creepy child molester camp counselor character. In the yeah. Campus, for yeah. example, let alone, let alone the final Even though he was the first motherfucker to, be, to bite the dust, you know, yeah. still didn't. Still couldn't do it. it <laughs> Never get the baldy line to, oh through God. the Ugh. green lit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says that other guy's like they're they're too young to you know get what you're talking about. And like he's like no, God. it's just that you're too old. And it's like Ew. and you're just like Ew. and you guys you guys know who who um who his son is right? 
James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Mubasa. And he played, that actor Darth played, Vader. he was Luther Darth Vader. Sting. <laughs> King, King Joffy. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to get into that, but uh, I'll let everybody else go first because uh, I did have some gripes I wanted to discuss. But uh, oh, I'll let, let me cut you up. Go ahead. Stop it. Um. No. Uh. <laughs> no. 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 I did like this movie. I did like. This. I was gonna do the whole like. Oh, I thought this movie was a piece of shit, but no, I'm not gonna. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I I feel like I, I give. Candy PTSD when I do that shit. <laughs> you know, she's like, oh my god, oh my god, what's Rob gonna say about this movie now? But no, I just, I, I didn't get to hear for two fucking weeks. Sweat my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do, I do, I do enjoy this movie, but I do have problems with it. Um, specifically, uh, the character of Ben, the stereotypical black cook, is very yeah, like. Yeah, that was a little offensive. It's yes. really fucking like, like oh yeah. yes. Yes, a boss. Like, uh, really? yeah, it, it felt like that. Yeah. It felt a little gun like, with the windish. Like, yeah, like, dude, this is this is just like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how late. I'm pretty sure people probably did it back in the '80s, but I was just like, oh, dude, that's gross. That's Even really for the '80s, gross. that was way, yeah. way, yeah. really yeah. offensive. Just boss, uh, like, right, like and then he says he wanted an extra like buck an hour. Doesn't he like offer him an extra like fifty yeah. cents an hour? He's like, oh okay, yeah, it's yes, a little well, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yes, a buck. Like, like, yeah. And he's like, make sure you're friends. Right, like, right, right. They're people. They're African American <laughs> black people. Yeah, yeah. That shit is gross. That shit little. is real fucking. Yeah, that's, like, that's okay. cringe. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's almost like he's like yes boss that sounds mighty fun you know what I'm saying yeah, like, it really is like yeah so even like his line delivery it's like I, I wasn't oh, thinking much about it sir really like like what stereotypical. it's really fucking stereotypical and gross it, it really is it's not even but, stereotypical oh, for the 80s it's like almost yeah. like 30s stereotypical yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. step and fetch it made me think yeah. of step and fetch yes, it yes yes yeah. thank, thank thank you Dave thank you Dave I, I was yeah. I was. But, but to kind of build on that real quick, Rob, it was one of the few, you know, early 80s, you know, slasher flicks that actually had a black person in a somewhat prominent role that was actually throughout the movie as well. Yeah, but they didn't yeah. have to. Make- oh, I, granted, yes, they, did, they didn't handle it correctly. Yeah, but they didn't do the right thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, to, to turn a negative into a positive. They, but he they was Luther. That actor. actor, that actor was Luther in The Sting, and which is one of the greatest movies ever made. He was the heart of that movie. He's right. the reason that they do the sting. So I just love seeing him in anything. I just love seeing him in anything at all. But I'd rather see him in something like that than to lean like yeah. a yes man. <laughs> right. Yeah, yes, yeah, well. right. I, to, yes, boss. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's tough. also, 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 um, it, it has, it does one of those things with, uh, I hate about slasher movies where it's like, it, it makes the, the victims kind of unlikable. So you kind of want to see them die. Yeah, you want so them to die, no like Judy. Pain. Like, please kill that yeah. bitch. Yes, yeah, yes, kill Judy and Meg, please. And, and like when they do <laughs> stuff like that, right? They, when they do stuff like that, there's no tension because you want to see them die. You know what I'm saying? Like you're happy when they die. There's no fucking tension at all. You know, unlike unlike something like I mentioned the burning earlier, where the burning, like all the kids are like, even fucking Glazer is likable to an extent. And, Dude, and I, I want Alfred to get fucking. Murked in that movie so bad. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was a little fucking creeper. Rat from fucking Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was a fucking creeper in that movie. Like, he should have got off, like, 
from Jump Street in that fucking movie, and he somehow survived it. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah totally, totally, totally. But um, I mean, He's watching the yeah. girl in the shower, for Christ's sake. Right, right, and, and it's, weird. it's weird. It's weird. They make him, like, the final boy in that movie. Like, you know, uh, and, like, all, all the most likable people get killed, especially Glazer. Glazer's my favorite character in that movie. Uh, I wish I wish we could have talked about the movie because I could go on about my fucking love for the burning. Um, well, be, it will be added to the fabled list. It, it, it is it is a great movie though. I, I could talk I could talk about fucking the burning all night, but um, like the contrast with that with this, where it's like you know you kind of want to see it. It's it's like more like a revenge thing, like you know just just kill them already, just kill them. And I, and yeah. I find that like when you want when you have a slasher movie and you're trying to build suspense. But, you know, other than that, other than those nitpicks, yeah, like, I, I really enjoy the movie. I do like the score. I did want to go into the score. The score yeah. Really Much more in-depth than most. Yeah, most. It, yeah. it was very orchestral. Like, very orchestral. Right. It's really bombastic, too. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, especially that opening. You're like, bam, yeah. you know? Right. Like, yeah. that, that hits you over the head, and it's beautiful. And it does. It. It's great. Especially, it's really great. When it plays over the last shot, it's just fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Went, yes. Oh my God, Angela, she's a boy, and it's just playing and shit. She's got the mouth open with fucking. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Kind of like and she's and she's like hissing, yeah. yeah. She's hissing. I want to talk about that. She's like weirded me out the most. She's like she's like yeah. hissing. Like they like it wasn't creepy enough. They had to add that hiss. Like, yeah, the oh. hiss is what gets me. Well, I, I think it's more because it's like that whole anim- animalistic. You know, yeah, because she's yeah, the actual that, that, predator of the movie. Yeah, she's yeah. completely giving herself over to her primal instincts. You know, by yep. the point, you yeah, know. that that was the creepiest thing for me. Is that that that, that yeah, closing nightmares, nightmares. That's definitely one of the most beautiful endings ever, especially yeah. the, the and, score added. And we would be remiss oh, if we yeah. didn't mention the. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of the shitty sequels at all. <laughs> I, I Pamela, Pamela Springsteen uh, is not my Angela. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, she's no Angela. I like Ren, Renee Estevez. I thought she did a good job in it. Like she had kind of the Jennifer Aniston kind of face, you know. I, I thought she was good. I have fun with the sequels, but they, they're awful. Yeah. They're fucking awful. Even even Return to Sleepaway <laughs> Camp isn't that good either, <laughs> by any. Yeah. I mean, they got Isaac Isaac Hayes yeah. is dressed as Chef for real in that fucking movie. Oh, if, if, if nobody's noticed that he's wearing Chef's fucking the red shirt and the blue pants <laughs> in that movie, this is not coincidence, guys. What you call, uh, when 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 Candy mentioned Rene Estevez, all I think about is Intruder, and uh, <laughs> uh, just, that's another one I would love to talk about because I fucking love Intruder so much. And it's and it's funny too because she's actually been trying to get Pamela Springsteen to come out to do and Pamela Springsteen wants nothing to do with these fucking movies where <laughs> at least at least like yeah. at least like Phyllis has like embraced the fact that like this movie kind of launched her into you know cult superstardom that that she's a scream yeah. queen now you know like yeah. like that that right there shows like the the love for the genre versus and the fans versus I did it for a paycheck yeah yeah I, I hate that no. Yeah, we we've talked about that many a time, and, and you can tell the ones, and you know, there's always a negative experience, and you're just like, oh, that's disappointing. No. The only, um, the only I mean, thing I can say, only thing I can say about the sequels is the scene where she's stuffing the bitch in the fucking in the hot house. <laughs> that's the only good scene. 
That's yeah. When she comes out and she's got like the slug and the shit and yeah. And you're just like, eh. I can smell it. But you're I so can glad to see that bitch eat it though. She was such a bitch. I, I can't even tell you like too, and I'm, and I'm, and again I hate she people tell us they they tell her all the time like fuck Pamela Springsteen like you're my Angela, like she's not our Angela even though she played it twice like she's not yeah, our Angela. Yeah. You you were the OG you know you were the one that did it. You know, right. you you did this. You you care enough to come out to these shows is like what they tell her. Like you at least want to meet us. And she oh, works wow. hard. Like she's always doing something. You she's know, either always filming stuff. or she's. I mean, like the amount of like, I, and I see it because I mean, you guys follow her on. I don't I know you follow her, Candy, on Instagram and on. I do. All I do. the social media. I mean, you know, one of one of her best friends now is um Dave Sheridan. Doofy mm-hmm. from Scary Movie. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw the pictures. They both did he a was cosplay. They, they were. Highlight. Yeah, and they were both um, they both dressed up as Doofy <laughs> recently. For I think it was it was from one of the Joe Bob um haunted drive-ins. He was there, and they both did Doofy together. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just really like Felicia's approach, like just really embracing you know this whole thing and and just loving the fans and working so hard. Like she's just constantly you see she's always you know doing conventions and interviews, and she does a lot of stuff with Joe Bob. And Darcy, and, and you know, she's just she's busy, and she's a mom, and she's married, and you know, that's hard enough she, for me just to be a mom and married. Okay, that's hard. She does um a lot of times she on her Instagram she does a lot of like um charity work too, where yeah. like she'll she'll like sell her autographs or whatever, but all the money's going to a charity that is helping either you know COVID victims now or for for children or for anything. Like she's very big on on giving back as well. Like she so you know kindness is a big thing with her. Notes, be more like Felissa. Yeah. We Absolutely. love that shit. Uh, okay, so now it's time for reviews. Uh, do you guys want me to go first? Yes. Well, before before we go, and I'll, I'll edit this out. David, do you have the hiccups? I do have the hiccups. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I'm sorry. That. And I was just trying to ignore it. Just, like, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm better now. <laughs> Please carry on. Okay. Uh, for me. Um, like I said, this this film is so unique. Uh, it's really a treasure in the whole slasher boom. Uh, it's really its own thing while still being part of that. Um, I, for just originality and entertainment value, I got to give this 9 out of 10 crop tops. Like this, this yeah. movie, it's not a perfect film, so I can't give it a 10, but I have to give it a 9 because it's entertaining, it's rewatchable, um, it's, it's fun. And it's uh, it's actually really much more smart than people give it credit for. So, then out of ten crop tops on a man. I guess I will go next. I will give it eight out of ten curling irons. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking two heavy points off for the cringy, offensive, stereotypical black cook that was gross. And, yeah, that's um, all included the, in my, my the, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the fact that there is no tension at all because you want everybody to die. But uh, yeah, this is this is a very fun. Like I said, it's not the best uh, camp slasher movie made, but it, it is truly a fun and innovative one, and it stands the test of time, regardless of the stereotypical black cook. But uh, it, it, it's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, and Felissa Rose is amazing in it, as as just for the fact that she says nothing yes. 
for a majority of her performance, and yeah. she is, and she's still amazing in it. That, that those stares with like they're just like Angela, talk to me, and she's just, just like. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> that stare. Yeah, it's like just when amazing. Meg starts shaking her. Yeah, those are probably my favorite scenes in the movie where they're trying to get her to talk and she's just staring. You know? Angela, why are you so yeah. fucked up? Yo, Angela, why are you so fucked up? <laughs> I, I have a midwestern thing. I can't do it very well, but you do it great. You got all you my northern people here. You guys. Oh uh, hell yeah. He's so fucked Yeah, yeah. It's uh, eight out of ten curling irons. It's it's fun. I enjoy it. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I got to say on that. That's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good rating. Thank you. Let's go. I guess I'll go. Go ahead, Erica. Go ahead, ladies yeah. first, please. Yeah, Rob took the curling irons rating. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Actually, this is like actually one of the few um, 80s like like summer camp type slasher films I actually like. I am not Thank a big you. fan of Friday the 13th uh, series. <laughs> I I really love uh, I love Sleepaway Camp though. Even yeah. the dumb sequels were kind of fun though, not nearly as good as the original. Uh, I just I just like the the quirkiness of it, the twist, which was really unusual for the time. Uh, I think I'll go nine out of ten creepy ass stairs. We're on the same wavelength there. So I'll go. I'll go. And I mean, you guys know how much this movie means to me, obviously. Just besides yeah. the fact that I actually got to be friends with the star of the movie, like I never thought. Jealous. Back when I was 13, watching this movie, when I walked in on my sister and her friends watching this shit with that ending with the dick out, that you know, who who would have guessed years later that I'd actually have a friendship with this with this person? Like I yeah. could never could never tell you, but um, I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's one of my my favorite movies to show people who have never seen it or heard of it. Um, especially just to see their face for the ending alone. You're kind of tensing up, like, watching yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, here we go, here we go. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, here's, like, the best part. Um, you know, it's, I, you know what? It's actually one of those movies where I, I feel like it's good to watch with a group of people, who, mm-hmm. especially who have, who have never seen it. And yeah. just to get, like, yeah. like that full, like, reaction for the ending alone. Um, you know, the plot twist, notwithstanding, I mean, like you said, this movie was very smart. I said it before, it's unconventional and that it didn't follow the blueprint for most of the horror slasher films at the time. It took risks that that paid off. Um, Aside from the minor cringy scenes with, you know, with the cook and the other cook, um, the long, the long, the long uh, softball extended baseball scene. (laughs) whatever um rick and we didn't even get to talk about ricky's foul mouth for the whole movie because <laughs> every yeah. other word is fucker yeah, cocksucker, right. or, yeah. Or, yeah. you know whatever <laughs> like, i'll fucking kill you cocksuckers um <laughs> you know i i i have to give it the 10 out of 10 angela faces um because this yeah. movie means a lot it means a lot more to me i think than you know it should because of, of, of what like i said who would have thought this little 80s B cult classic little movie would have given me so much to work with later on that I that I was able to kind of parlay into like things that I'm going to be doing later on with her too. Well, you I'm know. one of those people that I just believe that things happen the way that they should happen, and you know I, I think that's awesome and definitely uh, I'm I'm so glad that you have that 
it's, and it's it's such a you know I, you know and I Rob and I talk about it sometimes too when it's it's such a it's kind of surreal at times like I mean I, I'm to the point now where like I, I don't even look at her as you know Angela from, I just it's just it's just Felicity to me. No. Right. She's just Felicity to me. I don't look at her as, like, we'll talk about movies that she's done, but whatever. But I just look at her like she's a regular person, and that's what she that's is. What yeah. she is, but she's got a larger than white personality, and I, and I love her for that. I'm into that. I can't wait to meet her. Yeah. I'm going to meet her at some point. It's happening. I just but, know it was one of the things I know. It's but like, ten, ten out of ten, Angela faces yeah for this only only because of the fact that like it means it's very sentimental to me this movie because of of everything that came after it. Me with Dream Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, for me, for me, for Nightmare for Me, it's Dream Master, and if we ever do that one, that's a whole separate story. But I want to talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie, you're learning now that uh, I never let go, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. The Dream Master, if we ever do Dream Master, I am 100% on board for that, and I have stories about them, too. Oh, yeah, I would love to do Dream Master because I need to. Well, I'm always up to talk about Freddy, so uh, that can happen. That can be arranged. Yeah, make make that happen, Captain. No, because I feel feel like I'm getting the shaft when it comes to the Dream Warriors thing because I've been getting shit. Carve that onto your tombstone. This man is married to me. He's dream warriors, the motherfucker. <laughs> he, has, he has known me since I was a child. I don't ever let go. And real quick, before I forget, <laughs> before I start. will be up like in fifth grade, and I'll be like, remember that time in fifth grade? Like, we're 41. <laughs> no, but, I But before I forget, and I want to end the my, my, my part of the, the, the review at, at the end of this, um, while it wasn't the first, it's still one of the most talked about plot twists that are up there with Psycho and Saw. Definitely, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. To this Definitely. day, it's still one of the most talked about and most memorable endings of any horror movie. Yeah, I mean, you're, or any movie period. Yeah, that's the ultimate. That. I, I think it goes beyond. I think it goes beyond just horror movies. It's just one of the just the greatest plot twists ever. You don't like, ever see that. You like nobody saw that fucking coming. I don't care who no, you no, are. You could. No. <laughs> if they said that they did, they were lying. They're a goddamn liar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, Told you, I told you. I was like, I thought the plot twist was that Angela was going to be the killer, and I was like, oh, I saw that fucking coming. And then she stood up and her dick. Right. If anybody said, if anybody says that they that they saw that coming, they're as delusional as the orange man in the White House that he won the fucking election. <laughs> <laughs> Props to Biden, by the way. Thank God he won the fucking election. Thank God. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I? Say that uh, the election ended how long ago? And two weeks. Ago, he keeps challenging it, and he keep. It's like it's to watch him lose the election over and I over love it. and over again. It's like four years of terror. He's lost the <laughs> election times already, and it's the greatest fucking thing. I, I know. Have I'm just ever. like. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. So good. Yeah, it's like, like an over and over again. Yeah, I just say, like, count all of the fucking swing states so he can lose, like, a second time with all of those. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. yeah. <laughs> He keeps losing over and over and over yeah. again. And it's the fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Fuck you, motherfucker. You see what I started? I just stirred the pot. Where's my big ass spoon? So I just throw it some more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we gotta start winding down because Sean has to work really, really early uh, this uh, week. So uh, let's. Uh, Dave, have you given your review? 
Oh yeah, Ale, okay. I'm gonna give it eight out of ten giant fucking cooking pots because that because <laughs> no because the cook like if there's anyone in this movie who deserved to die early, it was him. Yeah. And and, and the effect we were, uh, I think Sean talked about the effect with the uh, like glycerin being pumped up through like those blisters was yeah, really good. Was really yeah. awesome looking. I I loved watching him die. Uh, I wish he could have <laughs> <Yeah>. died. <laughs> I wish he could have died more. He was so awful. So yeah, eight out of ten. And I want to uh, talk. Yeah. You want to talk about a good scream? That guy had a great scream. Yeah, he went. It went yeah. on. I made a note of that. He went on for like three minutes. He kept screaming. Yeah, I was like, dude, wow. And I love <laughs> that like the paramedics wrapped him up in gauze, and he's still screaming. Screaming. Like, like fucking wheel his ass off. Yeah. Sunset. Yeah. Love you know it. what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the fucking Muppets movie where the fucking. <laughs> 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 he's, just, he's still screaming and like the doctor like they have the doctor he's like yeah he's like wait wait, wait. to this day he's still screaming he's still screaming he's still, to this day yeah. <laughs> I just love that so much yeah love it love it he deserved it he deserved it yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I think the, doc- the doctor was like, they don't make painkillers strong. Enough. Right. I was going to say, he's like, <laughs> every nerve ending on his body must feel like it's on fire. And the they're guy's all like, talking about wow. Uh, they're all basically like, wow, I'm really glad I'm not him. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's so great. Loved it. Maybe you shouldn't touch little girls. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what happens, that's what you got. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Well put. Uh, Sean All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, uh, nine and a half out of ten. Now, I was going to do nine and a half out of ten baldies. But <laughs> no. Oh, no. That's kind of gross. <laughs> so, oh, it God. It's gross. I'm going to go I'm going to go nine and a half out of ten crop tops. Um, <laughs> you can't say that. You did? Okay. Yeah. 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 The shoe polish mustache. Here we go. Nine and a half out of ten tiny shorts with micro penises. You can't you just you, you just have to stare at it. So I think everything <laughs> everything I said earlier applies. I mean this movie is super unique. Um, I think it's ahead of its time. Um, one of the only slasher movies, you know, with a 13 year old killer. Um, I think Felissa does a, a fantastic job. Um, and it just, it, it's so different than, than anything else, uh, especially with the, the point of view kills, uh, you know, as, as opposed to a, a lot of the other slasher films. Um, so yeah, I think the effects were great. Um, aside from the the, the bee stings, the um, but you know whatever, we'll let that slide. That's that's where that that half a point goes. Yeah. So. <laughs> or it'd be like Joe Bob, he it took off half a point because there were no boobs in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and in this case, maybe I'd take off another half a point because I see more penis than I do boobs. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I prefer looking at the boobs. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it, it's not like Westworld where it's like a wall of fucking dicks. But... 
but I mean, you do, you, you do see like, you do see some of these guys like, like they turn towards the camera and you can see the outline of the head of their penis. Like, yeah, literally. I was like, oh, it's Toad. And some of them, some of them like, like I only imagine like that's all they have is like the head of a penis. Like, it's just like, it's like barely. Especially, you can't look mother- away. Especially the motherfucker that doubled for Angela and shit. Like, uh, like they paid $250 and shit. Do that shit. They should have paid some, more. some whiskey. It was cold. It was cold. That fucking micro penis is on film yeah. Yeah. forever. That's why this person has not come forward. I not want to claim this dick. Thank you. Can I just say that after I I read what Stormy Daniels said about Trump's penis, that's what I pictured. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I was thinking that same thing, actually. Yeah. Now, real quick, before we we say our goodbyes, um, who can do the Angela face? Because my mouth is too small. I can try. I'll show you you how stupid it looks on me. I ain't doing it. As is... Why does my mouth will go? It's really hard for me to even be at the dentist. <laughs> I can't. My mouth and, and my jaw clicks. Yeah. Oh, Sean's, got it. Sean's got it. Yes, yeah, yeah, see that? Like he's got a big ass mouth. Stop it. Because like with my with my mouth, I kind of have. You got to hiss, dude. You got to hiss when you do that. My mouth is so small <laughs> that I Boy. talk so much to make up for it. Like, you know, <laughs> disease. And my mouth is so small. That's why I talk to them. I put on this plumping shit, like, try to make my mouth. I do. It's so small. So that's why it's always birds coming out of it. But anyway. So, great, Angela. Sean of wins the Angela Prize. He does. Here's, yeah, see, here's your penis. Andy. Honey, it's not all about you, okay? So <laughs> yeah. I just gave you the props of the fuck. Mowage. Oh, Sean, why are you so fucked up? <laughs> that way, about we wood. Mowage. Eat shit and live, Candy. <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Got that Magnum PI stash coming in. Oh, Beautiful. it's so great! Oh my god, I'm so uh, jealous. I told her. I told her in November. November thirtieth, when I shave it off, I'm gonna. I'm gonna my my uh, birthday, cap. dude. Oh, I'm gonna dude. put on. I'm gonna put on a Dodgers cap yeah, and I'll put on my. That is my, my birthday. Shirt. Oh, it's gonna be gorgeous! I can't wait. Do it, dude. <laughs> oh, don't I'm gonna look like. Don't, I'm gonna look no. like Tom Atkins. <laughs> You're not Tom Atkins. I'm telling oh, him. Oh, he's fucking Tom Selleck. He's fucking Mr. Baseball. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking Magnum PI. That's yeah. right. Showing a baby. Blue Bloods. No. No. Yeah. I have to kiss it. And then his mouth is He's Dr. Richard and fucking Friends. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, he was on Friends. Oh, yeah. He was banging Monica. Jesus. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Not that I watched That's what Friends. I was watching when I was in a hospital last week was at Nick and Night. They would show Friends all night long, and I couldn't sleep because I was in pain. And uh, the beds are really uncomfortable, so I just sit yeah, there and are. watch Friends and wait for my next pain medication. <laughs> that was hell. That's what hell looks like, guys. She's <laughs> calling me. I'm still healing up all over. Anyway, so anyway, next uh, our next episode is going to be Wishmaster, and I am so so. Curious as to what Erica has to say about Wishmaster. 
It won't be oh, with you. Oh, yeah. But Considering her relationship, uh, uh, professional relationship yeah. with Andrew Devo. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't clarify that. Be great, Andrew Devo, because yes. that motherfucker is right. amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. Erica's got some inside info, but I'm really curious about what she has to say about Wishmaster. So I so oh, yeah. uh, Erica with the dirt. We need to have some more of Erica's tales. I'm excited. This is like the Charlie Murphy oh, yeah. hour, but we all take her. <laughs> we all have our own stories. <laughs> the uh, E True Hollywood stories, the Erica True Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm in. yeah, Nico's got some. I've got some off minor candy celebrity uh, awkward encounters. Um, you know? <laughs> so we've all got our little our little shtick here. <laughs> anyway, so Wishmaster coming up. Um, so yeah. we will uh, be talking about that next, and we've got some really fun stuff uh, following that. But you know, I don't give too much away. Although I told like five episodes while we talk, but whatever. Uh, I just assume uh, people have the same memory that I do. They don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's just so glad. I've, I've been so glad to like see you guys and talk to you and and have this show tonight. Uh, I we I had to cancel off last week's and, and it just broke me. I was so ill, and I'm just glad to be well enough to sit up and 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 talk to you and have fun and and just you know this has been wonderful. Thank you guys. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad no. you're feeling better. I love yes. you guys. I miss yes. you. Oh my god, I miss it so much. We, I miss we, we, you. So yeah, ready for Wishmaster. <laughs> All right. Anybody want to plug anything? Rob, you want to plug? <laughs> right, you got to do side though. You have to do, do it. Fired. Uh, yeah. Um, of course, uh, I have to plug uh, myself. Uh, the Action Junkies. We just had our biggest episode ever. Yay. Uh, oh, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just uh, posted our episode with uh, our interview with uh, Mr. Johnny Young Bosch and Jason Norby from Power Rangers fame to discuss their new film, Arc Exodus. That was a big fucking deal. The highlight of our lives. Um, yeah, yeah. I bet you and Mac were just like so excited. <laughs> like, yeah. No, because it's surreal. It's surreal because as dudes you grew up watching on television, you know what I'm saying? Like literally just as children, you grew up watching them and to be talking to them. And they're the greatest fucking dudes ever. You know what I mean? Like just, it's just, it's, it's like Nico was talking about. Like, you know, like, you know, you, you grow up watching somebody and then to become like cool, you know, and it's just, it's surreal, you know? It so is. that's great. It was, that was the greatest thing, and uh, they're, they're the nicest guys ever, and uh, uh, I can't thank them enough for appearing. Uh, so, yeah, the, that episode is out. Uh, please listen to it, because it's great, and they really give some really nice... They really serve some really hot piping tea. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> okay. the, throughout that episode, is hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really excited for you. I'm so glad that you got yeah. to do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, of course, um, uh, we we got that. And uh, I I have uh, a bunch of articles out on, of course, on UAMC UltimateActionMovies.com. Uh, my review of Jujitsu is out. Uh, the most anticipated action movie of the year, and uh, my numerous works on UltimateActionMovies.com, as well as uh, my blog CinemaJunkie.wordpress.com, and. Uh, I'm all over social media, and I'm drunk, so I can't remember everything. So <laughs> <laughs> the cinema junkie. Yeah. Just when we to pop up everywhere and shit, because I'm all and, over. Yeah. And the new I can't episode remember. with Behind the Screens. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Talk yes. About that. Uh, and our friend Ian will be returning. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Ian definitely talked about uh, his return uh, to uh, uh, the show. And, uh... <laughs> and he's, he's coming back twice this season. No, I know, I know, and uh, I, all I can do is I laugh. I love Ian so much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ian, the other day. Ian's great. Well, uh, me and him, I just did an episode, uh, a non-horror episode of Behind the Screen. We talked about Dodgeball, and it was great. Um, Ian's the greatest dude ever. I love Ian. He's so and, sweet. Uh, and, and I can't wait for him to come back because me and him got some shit planned and shit. We, we discussed that shit in private. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> And, 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 Let the yeah. in. Yeah, it, 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 it might make you laugh, Candy. It might piss you off. I don't know, but it's going to be funny. We'll as well. find out. Sometimes <laughs> I do both. I'm unpredictable. Yeah. I hope I hope it pisses her off. <laughs> Why? Because you're going to be the one that has to fucking hear it. You got to live with her. <laughs> I got to deal with it anyway, so. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's. Anything to plug? Anything to say? Erica, you feel like getting plugged? Erica, say Iskanoff. Yeah. <laughs> no, spell it. Spell it. Give us the finger. A A N O V. We've all had our drunk episode or two. I know. Oh my god. Luckily, mine was in season one, and nobody listens to season one. But we were talking about ghosts, and I got really drunk that night. So if you go back to the ghost one, I'm drunk as hell. <laughs> one thing I, I guess I, I guess I want to plug it real quick is um on my Facebook right now from my uh, birthday. I have a birthday charity going on right now for the American yes. Cancer Society. Yes, so uh, it's very important to me for reasons I don't want to discuss now that Candy and I have already talked about. Yes. Um, this means a lot to me, so. Just anybody that's listening, please check that out and just donate whatever. Every little bit helps with that. We'll, we'll definitely be donating. So. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Um. Yeah. As for me, uh, obviously I am running this monkey farm now. And when. <laughs> oh, and by the time we come back, but I'll, I'll be 41 by the time we come back because we're not doing one next oh, week, right? Because of the holidays. So my my birthday's on the 30th. So. Yeah, I just. Birthday with the final girls, so you're doing in the 41 club. He's still 40. <sighs> I'm older than him. I'm a year older than him. Six months. I don't know. I don't want to fucking hear. Couple I don't want to fucking hear it. Right. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, I'm younger than my mom. Uh, <laughs> nah, Dave, you're still the coolest guy in the room. I got oh, thank you. Dave, we love you so much, and you just have no self confidence, so you need to stop that shit. That's I'm okay. A- I am I'm fucking sure awesome. Dave. Dave is awesome. I'm glad to have him on the show. I'm going to plug him. Okay, that's my plug. I'm honored to be here every fucking – if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't know what to do with my week. I look forward to this. I do my fucking homework. Dave. I I, I just love being with you fucking great people. I love it. I laugh so much my fucking my face hurts at the end of this. I'm laughing so much. And I need that. I need that. The shit we're dealing with right now. I need this once a week. Yeah. I need this. I just I just want to give a quick we talked about it a little while ago. Quick congratulations to uh President elect officially President elect Joe Biden and Vice President yes. elect Kamala Harris, especially for making history. Yes. Yes, and by the way, it's 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 no it's no coincidence that the entire world looked like fucking the ending of Return of the Jedi when the election results came out that day. <laughs> With the yeah. Bargain, yeah. yeah. 
Like, yeah. real, real quick, how hated do you have to be that people are dancing in the fucking streets in front of your White House yeah. that you got fired? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let that, let that, you know, sink in for future people that, you know, maybe want to be, you know, assholes. Think, think about it like that. Yep. That's right. Every brain of terror ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. So, yeah, but uh, that's the show tonight. Back for which? And happy Happy Thanksgiving, and- guys! Too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Enjoy. Had, Enjoy with your family. In October in Canada, so that's always fucking weird. My mom and she's been there for like over a decade. It's <laughs> like this isn't real Thanksgiving. <laughs> you have to know my mom. That sounds exactly like her. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I <laughs> love you guys. Love and- you guys. <laughs> We will be back with Wishmaster and Erica's uh, lovely tale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Erica Wright. <laughs> Put me on the spotlight. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. All right. You guys take care. Have a good, good night. night. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Love you. Lo- love you all. Love you love guys. You guys. Good night. Take care. Good night. <laughs>